Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again to the Writer's Way podcast. I'm Lori, and I'm here today with author April Cox. Welcome, April. Hi, everyone. It's Thank really great to have to be on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing it with us. So um, there's lots to talk about because you've got lots going on. And so let's just jump right into it. Just share with people um, a bit about you and your background and that kind of stuff and about your book. Sure. I am a grandmother to four beautiful grandkids um, who have really inspired me on this journey of writing a book. My, my background um, is in IT and uh, program management with large corporations. So my day job for the longest time, 30 years in, in corporate America, um, turned into now a full-time gig at writing and, and doing the things that I absolutely love, which is um, spending time with kids and, and thinking about all the events that we're, we're wanting to plan to, with libraries and the community and other authors. So um, really excited to have, you know, to start this journey. Um, and it's a big change. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a big shift from <laughs> America to... Yeah. Yeah. publishing. Did the IT background help you? Like, was it a little bit easier, do you think? Well, and it, it's an IT consulting background. And so, you know, I was kind of a, a parachute jumper. You, you just go into new areas where clients were having trouble and, and you need to very quickly pick up all of the information about that industry and that business and the challenges that they're having and move them through these challenges, make things better and improve them. So when you think about how does that apply to the world of publishing, um, wow, I, I really, I think all of, all of the background that I have on being able to jump into a brand new industry, um, learn very quickly, and then the passion that I have for helping others mm -hmm. and breaking through complex things and making them more simple. Mm -hmm. That has come a very long way in helping me to move forward efficiently. And you seem very flexible. So like when plan A didn't quite work out, you know, you were quick to, you know, that's fine. We're going to steer the other way and... Was yeah, that, that sounds like that was part of the uh, the job that you had. As yeah, in program management, uh, you when you're rolling out large systems or you're rolling out a new product, um, you're always looking at contingency planning. You you put a plan together, but um, everybody knows that it never goes perfectly. Something's always going to side, you know, move things and derail you. And you just have to have that contingency planning and, and be able to just say, okay, now what, what can I do now? And, and quite often it's, you know, beginner's errors or you just don't know as much. Um, so today maybe I wouldn't make some of the same mistakes that I made at the beginning, but it's all a learning process. And, mm -hmm. And we shouldn't be afraid of that, you know. I, I so so taking that from my you know thirty years in in corporate America and and program management and rolling out these large systems, um, I think that it really helped me to to be able to um, just take everything in stride, make sure I'm planning well, but um, able to you know just keep pressing forward and not get too discouraged. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. Good for you. <laughs> Some people <laughs> I think would give up, right? Oh yeah. One little thing yeah. doesn't go right and that's it. Obviously I'm horrible and I'm not meant to do this and down mm-hmm. it goes and you can't do that. Yeah. Right. It's all a learning experience. I love that. Don't be afraid of the learning process. Yeah. Um, so why did you want to write this book? The, the puppy pickup day book. Yeah. So I started with uh, puppy pickup day just as a passion project. It was, um, me, my, you know, reading to my grandchildren. We, it's, it's something that I just fell in love with picture books all over again. Um, about five years ago when my little, when my first grandchild was born and when, when a little child just climbs up on your lap and melts into your arms and just releases all the stress of the day and they're ready to read with you one of their favorite stories. It's just so much fun. And when I would babysit the little ones, uh, one of the things I always tried to do is get them using their imaginations mm-hmm. um, away from the iPad, the television, the video game. And we would we would tell stories. We would imagine and we would act them out and and it became a fun game we would play. And when I, we were reading together and they climb up on my lap, my little Labradoodle would climb up with me uh, on, on that side. Mm-hmm. And so we started like focusing our stories around this little Labradoodle and the adventures we would have with him. And so I thought, you know, someday I'm not going to be here. And and I would love to leave some of these stories behind for the kids. Mm -hmm. And so I started putting them in writing. It was a great passion project um, because I was kind of getting a little burned out with corporate America. And I wanted to be able to um, just do something fun in my free time. So it started as a, har- a hobby. Mm-hmm. And um, we would make up the stories. And I just said, um, self-publishing is easy. You know, let me just try and play with that and see if I can get this out there. Um, and then it just turned into much more. When, when the corporate position went away, uh, I thought, I can make this, I think I can make this work. And I want to, I want to try it. I want to give it um, a chance to see if I can actually do this for myself for for a living. Mm, I love that. And mm. so far, how's it going? <laughs> when was that? When did the job end? Like how long? Okay, let me back up. So your job ended when? My job ended at the end of July. Okay. So as of August 1st, I was full time just working on the book. Okay. So that's been about two and a half months. And mm-hmm. how long did it take you to write the book? I would say um, at the time I was working uh, full time in the corporate America world, which meant for my job about 80 hours a week. (laughs) It was horrible. So so it was slow going at the beginning. And I think it it took me probably about six months to get through that process and work with editors and and get it to a good place. Um, By the time I actually um, finished the, the corporate job ended, um, I think it was, we were about halfway through illustrations at that point. Okay. And now, and now we are, uh, we went live with the book in, um, October. We had the paperback. We just received a copy. Uh, we just received our stock for the hardcovers. We have the, the little Labradoodle. I'm, I'm going to show a little Labradoodle, um, stuffed animals. And... That you're selling or is that just your one? Yes. Yeah. No, it's oh. part of. Yeah, oh, and so... what are those? They're, they're tattoos. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just started putting, you know, we, we put all this work into this beautiful book and I wanted to do something to start building a gift set. 
So we we work, we're uh, just finishing up on a coloring book um, that should be available at the beginning of next month. And so it's a companion coloring book. And the goal is for the holidays to have a little canvas bag with a hardcover, a um, a, a soft little labradoodle, and these are these are so soft and lovable. Kids love them, and they're they're just perfect size, posable kind of little labradoodles. But um, and we're putting you know tattoos in there, and we'll have the um, the companion coloring book along with it in a little in a little canvas bag mm-hmm. that's branded. So it'll be it'll be fun to you know start pulling those things together. And right now we're selling the gift sets um, of the labradoodle and the book on on our website at. Uh, www.thelittlelabradoodle.com slash shop. So until I can figure out how to do, how to sell those bundles on Amazon, which I'm trying to figure out now, uh, I'm directing people that want to buy the packages for for gift packages over to the website. And we're able to discount it more because we don't have the same Amazon fees. So, um, So right now you can get, um, everything I just mentioned for thirty percent off, so it's like under twenty bucks. You can get a nice little gift set. Wow! Holy crow! Really? Yeah, that's amazing. You've done um, a ton in two and a half months. Like holy moly! Well, when you're used to working eighty hours a week, <laughs> and then you start working for yourself, yeah, and you get that passion and fire. Yeah. Um, so, so I have kind of you know um, backed off on, on the number of hours and added some really wonderful, trusted people that helped me through a lot of things, you know, graphic design, uh, Nicole Lavoie has done an amazing job with some of the things and has helped me produce a lot of this stuff very quickly. Uh So I really appreciate all of her time and effort, um, and other, you know, wonderful people that have helped me get where I am. Um, and that's why I've started, you know, blocking off time in my calendar now to start giving back so that I can do the same for others as well. That's wonderful. Okay. So I know that, um, people are going to want to know. So can you share a bit about the process of creating the stuffy? Cause I know there's a lot of oh. children's authors that think I want to make a stuffy to go with my books. So. Yeah. So I did do some research. I I started it by just going on to Google and yep. saying and looking for places that actually created the plush. Okay. Um, but actually, uh, the other thing I did is I ordered a bunch of Labradoodle plushes and, you know, different sizes and shapes because I wanted to know, you know, what feels right with the size of my book. I want to feel the quality. I want to touch them. Um, and I did find maybe half a dozen different plushy companies where you could order a custom plush mm-hmm. and some of them would create it based on a character you send to them. Um, others would uh, eat. They even go as far as saying they'll fulfill the orders for you. You could send them their book, your books, mm-hmm. they'll package them along with the animals and, and ship them. I'll try to, I'll try to compile the research that I did around that. Um, and then I threw it all away when I found Douglas because <laughs> I found this adorable Labradoodle puppy. Mm-hmm. He's soft, 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 and he looks just like my dog. Mm-hmm. So uh, the character is based on my dog, and it's so sweet and lovable. I, so I contacted Douglas Plush, mm-hmm. and I told them this would be the perfect one for my for my um, my book to pair with my book. And they do offer customizations um, that you can do with any of their plush. And then I just order them in bulk directly from Douglas. And is that in the States? Yes, actually it is. Yeah. 
So I thought originally I thought, you know, gee, find something and then, you know, draw out because yep. normally if you're going to have it built somewhere, you want to have like a rendering, a drawing um, of what you want to build and then send it to a company in China that's going to send you something back that will be a sample. Yeah. Uh, but I just, when I found Douglas um, and, and you know, the China Chinese plush um, that I've seen and ordered, you know, uh, of samples of, um, I just wasn't happy with quality. Douglas is amazing quality. It's so soft. And this is safe for the kids. Yeah. Um, I just feel like they're going to love it. So I did not, yeah. I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to do China. I could probably make more money having one produced there, but I love the quality. And to me, quality comes before money. I love that. And mm. the safety standards, you know, will be yes. up to par. Exactly. I'm just writing that down. Quality comes before money. I love it. Um, can you share about the tattoos? Because I know people are going to be, you know, like me taking notes like this. How do you find that? Where did you, was that Google you as well? You just started. I did. Yeah. I just, I mean, and um, the name, uh, I, I did just um, answer it in a forum. I, I think it's called, it was temporarytattoos.com. Oh, okay. um, and the gentlemen there are really um very wonderful to work with. Uh -huh. uh, they sent me samples of this. Um, this is the tattoo sheet that they sent me as, and they gave me 25 of them to start with. And uh, because I wanted to see what kind of quality would these tattoos be, I didn't want to order 5,000 of something. And then, yeah. so I said, send, send me just a small little, little bit. And um, I tried them on, on my grandchildren and, and they would be perfect. Like yeah, absolutely. Very colorful. Beautiful bright colors. Yeah. So then um, he contacted me shortly afterwards and said, I think we act, you know, the guy that did the processing on this accidentally made them bigger. Cause I said, they just seem awful. They seem bigger than I expected. Mm -hmm. And he said, he said he wanted to fill up a full eight and a half by 11 sheet. So he made them bigger. Oh, okay. So I said, oh, that's not what I wanted. So he's redoing the order for me at no charge and sending it to me in two different sizes. He's sending me a two inch one and he's sending me a one and a half inch square one and he said look at them both see which one you like and then we'll order bulks of whichever one you like the best wow that is great customer service yeah great That's, customer service so nice to hear because you know most of the stories these days they're not <laughs> positive yeah. in general seems yeah. to be something that's really gone gone downhill but that's that's amazing um yeah. you are so inspiring <laughs> thank and you i still i'm like she's only been off working for two two a bit months so that's that's incredible you've come so far and your book is published right it is on and Amazon. like i said we, we have it on paperback and hardcover right now okay. the audiobook is also has been produced and we have a wonderful um narrator um who has a, an amazing uh voice and uh that audiobook is just waiting for qa approval from amazon which they said can take six to eight weeks i never realized it was going to take that long but yeah. so as soon as that's approved it'll be out there and i also worked with a translation service and we had the book translated in spanish so the Spanish version will be available in hard in soft cover um, on on Amazon next month as well. Wow, lady, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what you do next year. <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's time for me probably to start writing some more and getting, yeah. getting, I mean, I have many stories that are ready to go mm-hmm. for, for the challenge is just having the money to illustrate them all. Cause we have, I didn't talk about our amazing illustrator, but Len Smith is amazing. I mean, he's a former Disney illustrator and, um, the, the pages inside the book, you can see, I mean, I wanted something that looked very much like Disney, you yeah. know, and you can definitely see the Disney-esque. Um, and again, this is one of those things I, I um, interviewed a number of um, illustrators um, over a period of probably a month. And we had people offering, you know, from $15 a page for illustrations mm-hmm. and to, I mean, you can get $250, $500 a page. Mm-hmm. And Len was way on the high side. And again, I just said, I want it. It's got to be quality over over money because I wanted this to be something that kids would love. And, and you know, at first, even just thinking about it as a legacy project, mm-hmm. I didn't want a legacy project that I couldn't be proud of. Yeah, so absolutely. He just, when I saw how he translated these characters and the emotion in the book, yeah. Um, translated so well to the emotion and the characters that he created, uh, it was a perfect fit. So, and how did um, you find him? People will uh, be wondering. <laughs> the forum through through our, um, you know, the author, illustrator, and marketing forum. Okay. Uh, I had just been posting, like, asking people, "What do you think about, you know, this cover, that cover, like different options?" I because um, what I do recommend people do is reach out to a few different illustrators, mm-hmm. get them to give you a sample, pay them, you know, don't ask for everything to be free. But if one guy is asking for $40 in illustration, um, I would rather pay that times three, yeah. have each each one individual um, translate my character, my idea for a page, and then decide which one of them I want to move forward with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was doing. And I was, you know, posting different, you know, what do you guys think? Vote, you know, help me vote when in, into some of these Facebook forums. Um, and then after a while, I saw Lens posting and he did, he had a video showing how the drawing process worked. And I was just so drawn to that. And I messaged him and on, I was in a, in a messaging um, discussion with him, telling him about, you know, the character and what I liked. And gave him a picture of my dog and then in a matter of like five minutes in the message he had a, a character there for me and I said this is a ama- like you've got exactly this my character in my head just came out on the paper and we've been we've been together for five minutes on yeah. online yeah so when you get that kind of relationship and somebody that just gets you yeah. um, that's very rare and yeah. so I was willing to pay more for that mm-hmm. to get kind of quality and relationship that I have with Len. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Not everybody has that. Yeah. <laughs> Not easy. And that's why I say, you know, do definitely, you know, search by for more than one and, and make a decision. Um, and most of the time, illustrators are more than happy to give you a sample and they won't charge you. Um, but, you know, you, they are making a living. So yeah. I, I prefer to say, hey, I'm willing to pay you yeah. uh, for your $15 per page or 30 or 40 or 80 um, But I, I need to see a sample. It doesn't have to be too detailed. But what will you charge me just to put a sample together? That's good um, advice. Because you want them to know, you want to know that they're going to translate 
um, your characters and your heart and your your story is part of you. And I mean, it was for me. Mm-hmm. It's got my grandkids in it. <laughs> it's got me and my husband in it. Oh. <laughs> and I think we make pretty good cartoon characters, actually. So um, I it's bet your fun. skin is flawless. <laughs> yeah, he, he he actually made me. I had to tell him not to make me so curvy. He had to straighten me out a little bit because my granddaughter said, oh, Nana, you look so hot. <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to be so curvy. You I don't want to be that hot grandma. I want to I I be look a little more like myself. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, that is a great piece of advice. Is there any other advice that's on the top of your head to share with people? Well, I have been spending time with people on the phone, just offering to listen uh, to to you know authors who are just overwhelmed. There's a lot that goes into self-publishing a book, mm-hmm. um, and I've spent probably a few hours just this week with different individuals. And my my number one um, go-to with them is just take it one step at a time. It doesn't, don't feel like you have to know every single thing um, the whole way. Um, I've got people, you know, who are just writing their stories and they haven't got them edited yet or they haven't gotten them critiqued yet and they're already worried about how are they going to get illustrations and how are they going to get, you know, or or where are they going to get them printed. Um, You know, get a, get a forum uh, and what I'm trying to do is, is pull these a little community together where we can um, have discussions like this and I'm actually um, looking to schedule some time where we pull these authors together and just run through the whole process from A to Z on publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there's going to be a forum out there that people can take advantage of. Okay. Uh, we'll do like a web session like this where we'll have a topic for that day and we'll start at the beginning and we'll just keep working through things. And again, it's going to be my way of, of trying to give back to the community that helped me get where I am. Um, but, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, take it one step at a time because it can be so overwhelming that it can easily paralyze you and you don't want that to happen and one step at a time and there are going to be a lot of other people to root you on and I'll grab my pom-poms and cheer people along as well Um, and and you can do it you can absolutely do this and it doesn't have to cost a fortune Mm -hmm. Um, you can do the high quality and sometimes you may have to save a little longer to make sure you, you get the money that you need to do it. Um, but better to do it that way than, than cut corners. Yeah. That is so generous of you. So if anybody is watching this and wants to find you, mm-hmm. not your address, where can they find you? It, it's www.thelittlelabradoodle.com. Okay, same one. And I will. Um, I am going to add a page that will have uh, author services um, that they'll be able to get all the information about the forum. Okay. And right now, I do have the ability for people to go ahead and schedule time on my calendar uh, for for uh, one-on-one conversations, which is what I've been doing. I blocked a couple of hours a day of my time just for anybody who just wants a little pep talk or, or just oh, is wow. stuck and wants to just get a little encouragement. So that's available now as well. Okay. And I'm thinking we'll probably start the uh, forum um, over the next week or two. Okay. Very generous of you. Thank you. Thank you. That's lovely. Okay. So, uh, our time's about done. So let's jump to, um, 
Well, I, I ask this of everybody. It's a super personal question, but just share. Everybody knows your book's only been out for a couple of weeks, but how many dollar signs would you say that you've earned? And then the fun part of the question, in my mind, is do you have a plan for what you're going to spend your, you know, your money on when it starts rolling in? Right. At this point, it's so new that um, I'm not, I, I can't even count any dollar signs. Okay. And, and with Amazon, it takes two months to really see any payments. Yes. Um, I think I've had maybe a dozen orders on my website, which, you know, which I'm driving people there for some of the, for some of the gift sets. Um, so things are just starting to take off for me. So far, nothing in the dollar signs I can really okay. count. But when it does start rolling in, for me, um, I'm just hoping to continue to put it into the next book so that I can start you know, getting the illustrations moving forward on that as yeah. well. Okay. So just planning to reinvest. So, so much. Uh, the Little Labradoodle, this is the first book in a series, and I'm thinking The Little Labradoodle will be probably a book of at least five books. A, a series of at least five books mm -hmm. and um, little Labradoodle publishing. Um, you know, I'm giving, trying to give back to the author community, but the, the real, the core thing for me there is wanting to, to create programs, not just for, to help authors, but also to help kids and help well, them learn about storytelling and learn about books and like book the creation of publishing and um, wow. starting to put, yeah, put together some programs that can really help um, within the community. So I just, you know, that's where a lot of the money I would say would probably go to. And that's where a lot of my, my time will go to as I'm waiting, waiting and sitting while, while illustrations are happening. And I know yeah. there's nothing more that I can, can do. I, I tend to not be one to, to stand still for too long. I'm getting that. I'm, I'm desperately, I'm desperately trying to schedule as many visits, um, author visits as possible, okay. and start getting into the community yeah. and reading books and and you know being able to build the relationships in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of you know my next, next this steps. coming year yeah. is okay. going to have a lot of that. Wow, you are very impressive. I have enjoyed this talk immensely. Thank you so uh, much. Well, thank I'm you sure so you'll much. see a lot of people trying to track you down and take you okay. up on your offer for help and to join your forum. And I love it. Yeah, I, love it. I, I absolutely love it. And I learn as much from them as they learn from me. And the funny thing is, I, I originally I started by saying, you know, maybe I don't know enough yet. Yeah. But sometimes all people really need is an ear. And somebody to tell them it's okay. You can breathe. Yeah. It's not as overwhelming as you think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Take one step at a time, and we'll be there when you get to the next step, and we'll help guide you through the one after that too. So, you know. So generous. That's wonderful. Okay. Well, I'm sure you'll you'll and you can anticipate the stampede of people to your website. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks. So we'll say goodbye and thank you again, April. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Uh, You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out lauriwriter.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.